Coming to you from Grandma's dorm room in Coffeeville, Kansas, you are listening to The Wrong Kind of Podcast. All right, welcome to The Wrong Kind of Podcast, and we're trying some new stuff this evening, so if it goes bad... Sorry, and if my phone dies, well, this will be a shorter episode. Uh, hey, we got Cousin Shane here on the line. Hello. Hello, Cousin Shane. Yancey's over there in the chair. Hey, what's up? And this How is you me. doing, Yancey? Good, good. <laughs> this is me, Justin. Hey, before we get going here, I'm a, we got a phone call, and I'm hoping that you'll be able to hear it, Shane. Okay. If, if you can, this is great. If not, we got to make improvements. We'll see what happens. Hey, wrong kind of podcast. This here is Earl of the Orange Cones. Just wanted to call in and say the new equipment sounds great. And Justin, you didn't get your last win. That Talk coming. To you later, boys. That coming from the ninth place guy. He's beat one guy in the league. <laughs> That's me. Did you hear? Uh... Earl of the Orange Cones there, Shane. I, I heard him perfectly. Son of a bitch technology. Man. Look at this. We've moved up into 2023. It's all yeah. come to full fruition. They've been doing this. Thank for you, guys. I'm, I think years. I'm about to cry. I'm oh, about, I'm about yeah. to cry. Well, we, uh, you are, uh, you're the first one. So, uh, anyway, we got a little fantasy football thing going around here, so we're going to talk about that real quick. That way, in case we lose you, we don't have to uh, worry about getting all that out. Uh so, you guys are in the uh, Super Bowl of the uh, Wrong Kind of Podcast Fantasy League. Yeah, Cousin Shane and I. Yep. Yep. Battle of the Baldies. Yep. yep. And, uh, well, last night's game kind of uh, threw a ringer in that one. Uh, yes, that, it did. What's that kid's name? Damar Hamlin. Thank you. Damar Hamlin basically took blunt force trauma to the chest and stopped his heart. Mm-hmm. So, they suspended the game. And I just got something here a minute ago. That I can read. I can read. Uh, this is a statement from the NFL. After speaking with both teams, this is from Goodell, uh, and the Players Association, NFL Commissioner Goodell informed clubs today that the Bills-Bengals game will not be resumed this week. The NFL has made no decision regarding the possible resumption of the game at a later date. The league has not made any changes to the 18 schedule and will continue to provide information as it becomes available. So that presents us with a problem because yep. you didn't get to finish the game. Currently, Yancey is ahead, but it's projected that you win. The projection deal really is kind of a that's a shit deal anyway. It doesn't mean much, but currently he's ahead. So I can always say, though, I was going to blow him out. You could say that. (laughs) But here's what I'm going to say. Let's just pause it Mm -hmm. until we see for sure that they cancel it. Well, so I guess it's kind of hanging in the air, too, with the seeding in the AFC. It kind of hinges on if Kansas City wins or loses this weekend on how the seeding is going to go. That way the NFL can decide if they're going to avoid that game or not. So if right now they just call that game a tie – yeah. Kansas City will instantly get home field advantage if they win out the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. They'll get a yes. first round bye and they'll get home field advantage. So yes. as a Chiefs fan, I'm like, yeah, this is a great solution. As a 
good sportsman fan, I think they're better off to play the game next week and try to get that in the books. But I guess what you're saying is if the Chiefs don't win, they're going to have to play the game. Because you have a team that's twelve and three and a team that's eleven and five. I don't see how they don't play the game. They have to play the game. Well, that's well. well, well it seems like uh, tiebreakers. If it was a tie, I, it's it's kind of weird that it's almost like they they give the tie the up one too. You know what I mean? Like I've noticed that a lot. Like when the situations like because uh, we were discussing that the other day is like well. Uh, people who tie, man, that sucks. But, but it seems like, uh, like in the division, or you know, in your, like AFC West or something, if there was a tie, like in their and their, they both had the same amount of losses. But then there's a tie for some reason. It seems like they up the tie. I don't know. Well, the but, tiebreaker usually goes to the person who beat the other team if it's between those two teams, you know. But. That's, yeah. that's the problem with the Bills and the Bengals. I mean, they're going for the, the conference uh, seating there. So, Well, I mean, and it's two teams that are in the hunt, yeah. hardcore. Yeah, it's not like it's a 7-8 and eight team and a 12-3 and three team. I feel like they need to play the, the game. But if you're, you're saying if the Chiefs lose, then it really – they can just go ahead and tie it. And it, then it almost like it didn't happen. Then they right. can go back to playing again, right? Mm-hmm. That kind of makes sense. I don't know, but I think they need to but play. I, yeah, I, I'm not for sure. I, I think I've heard people even saying like, "Forget about the Pro Bowl and put that game in place," or uh, something like that. But but then again, the Pro Bowl is like after the regular season too, before the Super Bowl. And another problem is the timing of that game. How it would have to be played with enough days off to rest to make it fair to prepare well, for the the following week. I see. That's because, where they're going to have to play like on a Monday. Well, they have you. You remember when the COVID protocols were in place and they were having delay games? They were playing them almost every day of the week in the afternoon, sometimes and whatnot. But uh, this this game, they're saying, poses a problem because it's right up against the playoffs. Also, so there's a possibility that they could make this game up. They'd have to play this weekend, and then they would have a short week going into the playoffs. Or you know, the timing would be awful. So they're trying to decide yeah. that timing too. I don't know. It's a, it's a clusterfuck, that's for sure. Yeah, but I guess well, well, when it when it boils I, down to it, you you know you care about the guy that's laying in the hospital in Cincinnati right now at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. If that Center. guy recovers, I bet it changes everything. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, my boss had told me today. He said it happened uh, a while back in the seventies uh, with the guy from the Lions, and I yeah. looked it up. His his name was Chuck Hughes from nineteen seventy one. He was playing the Bears, and he collapsed in the game from a blocked coronary artery, yeah. and he died that day. And he was like 28, but they still played the game. Yeah, and uh, which you know, it's a little different today, and then yeah, yeah. And I think today's smarter for that reason, but uh, but uh, at the same time with the with our fantasy league and all that stuff, I, everything stopped. Yeah. I mean, even even my heart dropped. I, me and wife are both in tears, sitting here watching it, and and uh, you just knew something happened, you know, as soon as it happened, and then I wasn't uh, even watching it. But it, it, it yeah, it it was pretty dramatic. So, uh, so I guess but, 
moving forward, we're just going to pause it until we get official that they're not going to finish this game. Yeah. Well, we'll just go from there. And I'm sure that, you know, um, and this is all trivial compared to the big picture here, but I'm sure there were other fantasy leagues that were contingent upon this game too, because, you know I mean? Yeah. Money too. And, and uh, so Shane had three players in the, in the game last night. I had three players in the game last night. I mean, so it was coming down to that. Both of us are within like what? Five, six points of each other right now. Well, I'm I'm leading by ten right now. It's like a hundred and two to ninety two. And he's right projected now. to win by five. By five. So I mean it's neck and neck either way. Yeah, it could go either way. Yeah. So maybe you do should have like a uh, sumo wrestle match if it doesn't go. Right? Yeah, I'm down. I mean a little old match. We could get That'll bull we could get bull to ref it. And yeah. uh that'd be a great thing. I'm down mm-hmm. with that. I I don't know if I trust Bull it may power bomb both of us and call himself the winner. Of the league, yeah, yeah, that, that could happen. So uh, you, yeah, want, you want to talk about? It? You want to talk about any other football, or you just is that all we're going to talk about? Well, uh, you know, uh, it's going to be it's it's a uh, pretty uh, <laughs> you're lost for words in this situation. But uh, I, I just I just pray the kid just gets out, and maybe here in a couple of years he's up there broadcasting and. Of course, he won't be playing. He's just like saying, hey, guys, you know, just talking about, you know, what happened and everything's cool. But uh, we don't know that he might but, uh, he might start playing again. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but, but uh, you know, it's it's a scary thing. I hope, uh, hope he's going to be okay. But uh, uh, maybe, uh, uh, yeah, they'll, they'll figure something out, I'm sure. Uh, and it sucks because he was, he was living his dream, too, because in week two, Micah Hyde, one of the safeties for the Bills, got injured. And so this guy was a sixth-round draft pick out of Pittsburgh. He comes in. They were thinking he's going to be on special teams. Yeah, he'll be a great backup. He'll be great for the locker room, yada, yada. Yeah. Micah Hyde, one of their stars, goes down. This guy gets plugged right in and gets to, gets to play NFL football, you know, less than yeah. 1% of the – football players in the United States get to do what he's doing right now. And, it, and oh, something yeah. unfortunate like this happens. And he was, uh, he was quoted like saying something like, you never know when it's your last time you got to enjoy it or whatever. And, and then, uh, and when you read some of the stories about him, he's a good, he's a really good Christian man. And Well, he's got and, this, uh, this charity right now. They started to go fund me and the goal was like $5,000 for this charity and now it's over with the donations from people all over the world it's over four million dollars yeah, last time they of, said uh 15 or 2500 donators have done yeah it's really gone big yeah yeah and he uh speaking of that it just you know it, i know it's a bad deal and all but at the same time it's it's really it's a big blessing to see everybody praying for somebody. You know what I mean? Something like that happening and the world coming together. And, you know, we haven't seen that in a while. So like nine 11 or something. And, mm. and, uh, uh, but it, I just think that's, that's a good thing that everybody's all getting together and the whole world is, you know, rooting for this kid. And it's pretty, it's pretty cool. And, the, but I just hope the, the cool part out of it is that he's, He's success successful and yeah. beats this thing, and 
you know, but. Well, so I was watching a show earlier today or listening to a show while I was going down the road and, and they had uh, one of his good friends and also his marketing manager on and he's mm-hmm. been at the hospital in Cincinnati since last night with the family and everything. And they've kind of um, delegated him to go on these different shows and stuff, kind of be the mouthpiece for the, the family and whatnot. And um, he just said that, the doctors really aren't making any promises right now. You know, they have him intubated and they have him, you know, uh, asleep and everything right now and in an induced coma and everything. That way they can keep the tube down his throat and all that so he's not uncomfortable and whatnot. And they're doing all the, I don't know uh, whether it's procedures or, or what are tests and all that. Anyway, the guy said that the doctors are trying to be optimistic, the family's being optimistic, but they're really trying not to put the, the cart ahead of the horse because, I mean, they were. From what they said, they were doing CPR on the guy for nine minutes on the field, and then yeah. they loaded him. They wanted to stabilize him on the field before they loaded him in the ambulance and, and moved him around too much. So, I mean, I, I really hope like the best for him because you know it, your your brain can't take lack of oxygen for. I'm no doctor, obviously, but your brain can't take lack of oxygen yeah, very exactly. long before you know things start going haywire. So, You're not a doctor. That's why I don't really see him. That's why I really don't see him playing again afterwards. It's just. It's going to be probably pretty bad on his head, you know. But uh, but uh, but other than that, hey, uh, just to just to throw a little uh, uh, controversy in during that old uh, Chiefs and Broncos game. Hey, <laughs> are you sure that should have been a offensive pass interference? Golly, which one? <laughs> right there at the very end? No, the one again. Well, he's talking about the one against Cortland Sutton when he was uh, double teamed there and. Uh, they say they pushed off and they threw the flag. Was it the very beginning of the game? I think it was first quarter, maybe. Shane, it was, it? yeah, it was like the fourth quarter. Or so and, I, uh, I was listening and, uh, to it on it, the radio. It looked like it looked like uh, it, the Broncos were driving, and uh, uh, Wilson actually threw a bomb, and the dude caught it. Sutton caught it, and then if you watch the replay, the defender looked like he was grabbing Sutton's arm. And then he was pulling, trying to push off the grab for the ball. Mm. And then it was one of those situations. Like you see him, you you see refs let people play it out, like stuff like that. And I, for some reason, to me, I was like, golly, that was a crappy call. It was like, and you know, Chiefs still could have won, probably would have won the game still, but it was a little bit closer, I think. Uh, well, hell, it couldn't have got much closer, man. It was a C here. Uh, I mean, I yeah. thought we were really going to pull one out there, but. Chiefs got the Broncos again. So as the resident Chiefs homer, I was talking with some other Chiefs homers today at work. Mm -hmm. It is pretty damn frustrating because currently in the situation that you're seeing the Chiefs in, they're clearly not the best team in the NFL. But the problem is they have the ability to be. They play play to the opponent's level or the perceived level. Every week they come in – and a team that they're supposed to be, they let stay in the game. And nobody yeah. thought the Broncos were going to be in this game, right? But yeah. they played the hell out of the Bills. They played the hell out of – the Colts beat them. I mean, mm-hmm. why can't the Chiefs just come out and play badass every week and just get that mental uh, domination over future opponents? Like, fuck, these guys are good. We've already lost. But, no, every team in the league's like, hey, you can beat these guys any given Sunday. 
Well, you know, both yeah. both games, the Broncos came in and played the Chiefs really tough, and and both games they outplayed, I think, their expectations too, because the Broncos. Yeah have been averaging less than 16 points a game on offense this yeah. season. And both times they put over 20 on, on the chiefs, which I, I feel like is a badge of honor. I hate these, uh, these wins of principle or whatever you want to call it yeah, is yeah, moral yeah. victories. Right. But I mean, damn, whenever you're playing a team like the chiefs who are, you know, a big high flying offense, I mean, so and you're actually in the game competitive. I feel like I, it's a good thing. I heard a guy at work the way he was thinking about it was, Every team that plays the Chiefs, they want to see if they can beat them. Mm-hmm. So every team that plays them is playing them hard. Yeah. As they would, well, especially in a division. Yeah. Because you want to beat your division opponent. And then, like I said just a second ago, they just don't play to their ability. They, they're yeah. they a way better team than what well, they was played. Was it last season that they kept having to play from behind for well, the longest time? Yes. Last season, they yeah. were trying to get Mahomes to be more of a traditional quarterback. You know, the guy yeah. that won the Super Bowl running all over the fucking field. Hey, why don't you stop doing what you're doing, MVP of the Super Bowl, and stand in the pocket? Yeah. That doesn't work right. that way. I don't yep. know. And then, heck, they beat the crap out of Niners early in the season. And then uh, and then Niners played the level of the Raiders this this last week, too. And then, uh, but, man, it's a, I'm telling you, man, those Niners are looking a lot better, though, since the middle of the – of the season, so yeah, Brock Purdy's uh, kind of coming in, being the hero there. Yeah, and then defense is all back, and you know, the healthy, and uh, they're looking pretty tough. And well, you know, just let your just let everybody, all listeners know, I'm a Niner fan, and so yeah, they're going to go Super Bowl. They're going to beat somebody. God, when you scream <laughs> San Francisco, when I look at you, man. <laughs> uh, how about let's talk? Uh, I've heard rumor that uh, the Broncos are talking to Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, so yeah. everybody's uh, at first everybody was on the Sean Payton train. Guys, I've heard that. Yeah, uh, yeah, but they're saying that Sean Payton really isn't the type of guy that wants to come in and try to fix something that is the dumpster fire that's the Denver Broncos right now. He has no draft capital there. We get, traded all that away to get Russell Wilson. You've got a hell of a hand, veteran, broken quarterback that needs somebody to come in and steer him in the right direction. Guy like Jim Harbaugh that was quarterback in the league. Uh, I mean, he he is a guy that could come in and and fix that maybe. But Man. you know, when you you had a guy that had to wrangle Colin Kaepernick and Blaine Gabbert, mm-hmm. the whole scenario out there in San Francisco at that time. I mean, if yeah. he's going to come into a dumpster fire, he's been there before. I don't think. Well, he, I don't think he leaves. Yeah, and you know, I went through the Jim Harbaugh times with San Francisco. He brought old. Capper dick in there and then uh 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 you know pretty much fired old uh, alex smith when he was playing hell of a game over the concussion he started oh copper dick and then uh and uh and then he left after that give him a super bowl and leave and then we had to deal with the old kneeling crusade mm-hmm. and then uh but so i'm not a very big jim harbaugh fan after all that so it's like I think almost feel like Denver would be better off without him. Well, in fact, I went against I went against Michigan just because of Jim Harbaugh. I was just getting ready to say Michigan is now zero and two in the college football playoffs. They're saying that this year might have been their their closest that they would ever come to win a national championship. You know, and it's only going to be downhill from here. So he might, you know, try to make a quick exit. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, if if. 
he's able to go up there and play good and man, good for good for them. But uh, it went quiet there at that moment when I started talking. So hopefully nothing messed up. On oh, the, you're fine. You're fine. Hey, but, what do you uh, uh, what do you guys think about the uh, quarterback situation with the uh, Oakland Faders? Yeah, <laughs> go ahead, Shane. Give your take. That, I'll, I'll follow I'll, up. Well, my take on him, he look at the guy play. He played against the best defense in the league and scored, what, 34 points on him? I mean, uh, that was, he played a hell of a game. And it may, I mean, it may be just a one-hit wonder type thing, but, damn, you look better than Carr. He was getting it to Adams every – So what is it? The story is that Carr essentially is not going to be a Raider. But if yeah. he got hurt, they'd have to pay him? Yeah, so Carr was in his contract year. And they pretty much were going to say, hey, uh, you you have this year to pretty much show your worth to us, and then we'll negotiate a contract. So he goes in. He's guaranteed this certain amount of money, like $40 million. If he would have gone in and got injured, they would have had to pay that $40 million to him, right? Yeah. So instead, they're kind of like, hey, man, not even welcome at the facility anymore. We're going to go ahead and bring. He's not even at the facility. They don't even want him in the facility. I guess they don't want him slipping on the they're wet floor sign and stuff. Yeah, I mean, this wow. this is why it's such a big deal. Man, it's, just win, baby. They're pretty much spitting in his face. A guy that's put it all out there for your team for 10 years and has. Maybe it's Maybelline. Probably got you. <laughs> Probably got you the most success that your teams had in obviously in the last twenty years since you know they played the Buccaneers. Yeah, in because the Raiders haven't done shit in a long time, have they? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like how you made that point, but I mean, I show me where they're going to get better than him. There are rumors on who they might bring in. There are rumors on where Carr might go. They think Carr might go to Indianapolis. Um, yeah. Because. Matty Ice is probably done. I mean, I could see that guy retiring. That poor bastard. Yeah. I mean, he's gotten old quick. Yeah, well, he, I'm, I've, I've heard rumors of Jim Harbaugh even going to Indianapolis, too. So, Well, that would kind of be a homecoming for him because that's where he played. Yeah. A couple of the college. It, Go ahead, It Jim. may be that they're saying that just because of that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, well, you know, they we'll see. So, a couple of the college guys. I'm not a college fan, so I'm not going to pretend to be. Uh, e mall. Uh, some of the college guys at work were saying that there's no way he's leaving. He's at a big school. He's in the hunt instantly for the national championship. He's got a quarterback now. He's winning. Why mm. would he leave all of that to go to a dumpster fire that is the Broncos or, you know, Indianapolis ain't exactly top tier team anymore right now? So, well, he can't make the playoffs in college, but he can make the playoffs in the NFL and get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, so it's a little bit different, though. I think the level that he's at in college is just as good as playoffs and NFL, don't you think? I mean, well, and they're getting ready to expand that playoff here in a couple of years in, in college. I mean, they've been a contender the last two yeah. years. They went undefeated true, true. until this game, didn't they? Well, I mean, uh, but that's what I said. The last couple of years, he, they've They've been beat out of the, you know, the tournament, basically the playoffs, the college football playoffs. I mean, yeah, I, I don't but know. like, yeah, and like Justin said, you know, they're expanding the playoffs, so you know that's going to give him a bigger chance. But, but, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see, man. It just means more teams like TCU and K State might be able to 
push a little bit further. It is, but it's really going to we'll take a, a different kind of person to take to want to take on that Denver Broncos team to bring this conversation full circle. I mean, it's going to take somebody that that knows what they're getting. I mean, has no mystery what they're walking into. They're walking into a guy that. The first thing that they're going to have to do is tell Russell Wilson, hey, man, you're going to have to give up that private office that they gave you and all those parking spots that they gave you there. I mean, dude, they they sold the farm for this guy before he even took a snap, signed yep. $246 million and, and gave him you know everything that he asked for, basically, and he came in and shit the bed. You yeah, know. but, you know, being owned by the Waltons, heck, you can probably afford to lose some of that money, <laughs> you know, if you have to. Is, uh, <laughs> I wonder if this kind of guy would give back some money or restructure his contract. I'm, He's I'm not clearly sure. not playing at that level. I, I don't think I don't think so because if you – and I want to say this about like the guy who is the quarterback for my team, I don't think the guy is all that authentic. I think he, he's worried about his brand. He's worried about optics. He's married to a pop star. He yep. is he really? Yeah, he's married to yep. Sierra. Oh, is he really? Yep. I didn't know that. So it, he, he's all about optics, right? He's trying to be something that he's not, and it is just so glaring and obvious to me. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think that is a guy that's going to give back any amount of money. But wasn't he good last year? No, so last year is whenever he was really going. He was hurt last year in Seattle. I think he had a problem with his thumb. He had problems with something else. He was he was injured, and that was the excuse that Seattle was giving him. You know, hey, he's yeah. injured, and then he came back. I think the last couple of games of the season he played relatively well, and then I, I really feel like Denver got the wool pulled over their eyes, and they kind of did the old smoke and mirrors thing on us oh, yeah. well when, when you watch it too when i've been watching last few of those denver games that offensive line is terrible oh yeah and and i i don't know if anybody has time to freaking get rid of the damn ball most of the time and no. and that's how seattle was the last few years that he was there too well, they were russ is known for holding on to the ball like that but yeah. he is known for making things happen he's good on the move he's good when he's uh improvising a play you know he um i don't want to liken him to mahomes but they play about the same style or mahomes plays like a younger russell wilson would have whenever he was going to the super bowl or winning a super bowl you know he was made things happen when he's on the move and misdirection of the defense and and he was completing passes that way and he he used to be able to throw a really long ball so yep Hmm. Yep, he's yeah. He needs a locket over there in Denver. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, before uh, before we wrap all this up, uh, what you guys is pick on the national championship, Georgia or TCU? Well, I'm pretty sure Georgia. I'm going. I'm I'm pretty sure Georgia's going to win it, but I am rooting for TCU. So I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's the same for me. I, I it'd be really nice to see a Big Twelve team win the national championship and shut some people up, maybe. But I think Georgia's just too tough. I got no dog yeah, in the fight is, except for yeah. home field, you know, Big 12. I probably just, you know, I'd like to see TCU win. Hey, and, yeah. and speaking of uh, big college bowl games, so Tulane um, won their, mm-hmm. their bowl game. Um, their coach actually uh, used to coach here at CCC on the coaching staff years ago, and he played football at Pitt State over there. So kind Man. of a uh, local hero hometown type guy. Oh, up there coaching Tulane. I'm sure he enjoyed beating K-State at the uh, beginning of the year. 
I saw yeah. a uh, conversation between a couple of uh, Pitt State fans on the Facebook there the other day talking about uh, that they think there's some kind of Pitt State bias that KU would never hire a Pitt State coach. Oh, really? Because, I mean, Pitt State's a pretty successful program yeah. on the D2 level. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they're in yeah. it every year, ain't they? Like, you know, contenders? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hmm. And the uh, the recently uh, late Mike Leach, I always, one of my favorite clips of his was uh, the gorilla was one of his favorite uh, mascots yeah. in, the, yeah. in the country. <laughs> he, he was like, there's a small college in Kansas named Pittsburgh State, and their mascot's the gorilla. He was like, think about that. Your mascot is a gorilla. And he was talking, you know, went on a whole yeah. thing. Uh, you can look that up on YouTube. Yeah, that's a good mascot. Yeah. There's an old gorilla over in Pitcher, Oklahoma, because Pitcher used to be the gorillas yeah. or whatever the hell they were. And I've always wanted to go over there and get that big concrete gorilla. My wife doesn't seem to understand how cool concrete animals are in the yard, especially, you know, orangutans and gorillas and shit like that. Yeah. Are you talking about the one in foil at the, the gas station? No, this no, is in Pitcher. In Pitcher. Over there oh, in Pitcher, Pitcher Oklahoma. Okay. That was the uh, yeah. that was their mascot. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I've always wanted to have, you know, like uh, bipedal apes and Bigfoot <laughs> and shit like that in my yard, but Megan doesn't seem to think it's as cool as I do. Do you remember a lot of I, years ago over there by Baxter Springs? That's exactly what I'm thinking that, about, uh, yeah. That person had that old gas station, had the giant yeah. rabbit over there for oh, a yeah. really long time. They sell pots or some shit over there now. Mm-hmm. Maybe some oils. Anyway. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. Uh, it's going to be interesting all season for sure, so... Yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, just hope this. Uh, just hope old. Um, uh, what was his name? Old Damon. Damon. Yeah, Damon. Demar. 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 Shit, it's terrible. I can't remember dude's yeah. name. I can't remember well, shit though. So number three. He, number three. So hopefully go. he gets out of it, and we hear something good news here saying. I got a vibe that he will. I don't know if I'm being yeah. over over optimistic or not, but I got a feeling that he will. I, I just yeah. he's a young man. He clearly got rocked. You know mm-hmm. how you've seen videos and shit of people beating on somebody's chest to get their heart started. I think right. that he just got. I mean that that hit he took to the chest. Yeah, he, he tackled Stephon Diggs with his chest. All right, T Higgins. T Higgins. I'm yeah. sorry. Higgins. Yeah. yeah, he uh, he he tackled him with his chest. Yeah, yeah. I was I was sitting there watching it before all this happened, and and I remember it was seven to three and. Uh, Bengals scored, and I was like, "All right, Yancey's got the defense for Buffalo, so at least he's got the he's going to he's going to lose that part maybe." Then all of a sudden, uh, it looked like old uh, Biggs and uh, uh, old uh, Josh Allen they were starting to heat up, and I was like, "All right, now we might be getting somewhere." But. You, uh, you are kind of working against yourself, ain't you, Yancey? Your yeah. last three players are well, two big offensive Cincy players and the Bills' defense. So I was kind of screwed on my defenses either way this week because I either had the Denver defense and I knew that Kansas City would score all over the Denver defense as, as good as they are and have been this season. Yeah. And also, But I also thought that, you know, maybe I could catch that, uh, that median on having the Bills' defense, even though I had two – since the offensive players. So it was kind of a lose lose thing. I was trying to weigh my options the best I could. Yeah, it is going to be a good one. I think it would have been closer than what we thought. And, but it was good. It was a good season there, Yancey. I'm proud of you. Yeah, dude, I made a thank you. I appreciate it. Made my, my last uh, minute run there in, in the playoffs. I won three in a row to be able to get in the, in the Super Bowl there. I didn't think that it would go that way for me. 
I figured but, I was uh, gonna. I figured I was gonna go undefeated. Yeah. yeah, I thought I thought you were I thought you were on the run there for a second, but whatever we were drafting, but then yeah. when we started, not really. Shit. But uh, come out of the, come out of the hole, <laughs> fucking quick. <laughs> oh and two, one one, then lost about three or four more, mm-hmm. won another one, uh, and then just finished two and twelve. Man, fucking. Hey, there's always there's always next year. Top shelf, top shelf shit. I'd like to get a couple more of our. Uh, producers in on this deal next year yeah i wouldn't mind yeah, having we'll, a couple more people we only got 10 teams right now we'll have to see how it goes yeah I'm we'll gonna, get some more people well i'm so to be honest with you i'm waiting on to find out who wins because i'm i got a couple of the things in the works and one of them is i want to get a wooden plaque we know where you can add a little name every year yeah hang up here in the wall so we can see you know who's the champion for 22 23 you know then you know, five or six years from now, we can look up there and go, oh, yeah, that's the old year that, uh, you know, chum, me, just wax the floor with all them some bitches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'll be next year. That'll be next year. Yep. Yeah, that's going to be, it's going to be fun. We're going to, we'll find out. Well, we're going to hit the old stop button. You'll still be on if you want to uh, hang out for a second, but uh, we're going to get off here. I want to remind all the listeners to uh, head over to wkopodcast.com we've got what is it four or five different varieties of shirts now we're working on maybe getting somebody else's shirt in there eventually uh you can also go on the support the podcast page and uh, become a producer throw a couple bucks our way if you enjoy the show uh producers right now have helped buy all of the equipment well not all of it but a lot of it that you're uh listening to through right now that i'm looking at (laughs) but uh also we have phone call you can call in like uh pike did there at the beginning of the show and we're asking for you to talk about whatever's on your mind new year's resolutions uh talk about this episode a former episode something you want to hear about on the next episode whatever shout out to your friends whatever you want to say uh yancey's going to tell you that phone number 620-625-0146. 620-625-0146. And uh, we will play it on the show unless you just say something really stupid, which you can't say much stupider than the shit I've said on here. <laughs> Martin for Commission 24. Uh, anyway, Shane, thanks for coming on. I appreciate you. I'm glad to be the, the first one, which yep. is, which, you know, a lot of the, a lot of my ex-girlfriends, you know, they, they oh, appreciated God. it too. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Go Niners. Go Niners. Oh, hey, uh, Callie, Callie, uh, Callie Kyle, this is the man that now has your fireball. So there you go. All right. All good right. Stuff, yeah. All right. See you guys later.